0: Hey, greetings there, Traveler. Welcome back to the end of the Seven Dice. How have you been lately? Still not talking, eh?
1: Okay, well, Wingover's just over there. Why don't you swing on back and see what he's doing. Oh, hey there, Traveler. How's it going? Oh, you know, things have been okay. I'm just going to always pretend that you ask me how I'm doing because it just makes me feel better. Yes, so... I got a couple of interns this time, and you'll never believe it. It's just a couple of people from uh, BattleBards. You know, BattleBards.com. That's what their jingle is for the college. You can hop on over to BattleBards.com for that sweet 15% off of your subscription by using the code BALLAD7DICE. Woo, that was quick. But anyways, we actually just have one intern. I know I said two, but here's the one. His name is... Demon Boy. They actually found him in a circus. He was trying to attack everybody, and it turns out that he was a, a bit of a half-fiend, not a tiefling, a half-fiend. And um uh, he can make just amazing sound effects. Uh, how are you, Demon Boy? I will
0: destroy everything
1: you hold dear. Ha! Did you hear that? That's hilarious. Oh, kids these days, eh, with the demon worship and all that jazz. Oh, Travellers, where are my manners? We have a little bit of the fan mail, let me get it out here. This one is from TJ, and he's from the No Mercy podcast, that's another bardic group you should check out on the Twitter spheres and the iTunes. Pretty good, Travellers, but let me just go over this quick. Great podcast, exclamation mark, five stars. Check out this pod if you enjoy good editing, descriptive character interactions, and strong story development. I most recently listened to "Off the War Part 1. This is a great start to the story, including Skyrite, great character development by night, discussing what it means to be Death shift, and Spider Horses. Players don't rush to combat in the story, but rather help the DM unfold a deep universe oh that was really nice i don't know what a pod is maybe like a plant but you know that was good another thing i wanted to mention travelers is we're teamed up with the shop just down the street in sanctuary called easy dice roller company so if you go to easydiceroller.com and use the code ballad7dice you get 10% off your order that's for your sweet dice if you want like a dice tray your, maybe even a real cool bag. They have designs on there. I personally love this Cthulhu dice tray. It's a little favorite of mine. So why don't you head on over there and grab yourself something nice, because you deserve it, Traveler. Now, where did we last leave off? Oh yes. So the party was just super mad at each other. They're like, you did this, you did that. And they're all just like, come at me, bro. And then, you know, there's a little bit of infighting, as there is, and, um, well, they're just a little mad at one another. But let's hopefully see how Deathshift turns this around, and they become good friends once more. I give you Off to War, Part 3.
2: Where we last left off, you had just finished facing this horde of ghouls, and Kalsar came through, unleashing a new power you haven't seen. You saw Ronnie unleashed a new power, and Emsi unleashed a new one. You guys got to see just what the hell Opus is as he unleashed this hell force on these creatures. We start off with Kalsar asking what the hell's going on, Bordon saying, I did what I did because... I'm thinking for the future, and Enzi is saying, we're supposed to be killing these things, and Opus, given him the yeah, girl, you tell him. And Ronnie is banging on a drum.
3: Ronnie, stop banging on the drum, and, um, who is the new guy?
2: Well, who are you new guys?
0: Oh, yeah, and just glances at the rest of you. I am Diarna. I'm from the Order of the Silver Shield, much like Kelsar. I'm here to protect him. He's been
3: very helpful for me.
0: Excuse me. Are you Ronnie O'Connell? Oh, a fan. Well, <laughs> Actually, yes. The, the, you're the don't, jazz don't, musician, don't right? Him, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm quite famous. No, I went to his world. I saw him on TV.
3: Uh, do you want to get an autograph from Ronnie?
0: No. I'm not here for autographs. Okay, good. I'm taking requests. I'm right near a bunch of musical instruments. Yeah, that's horrifying. I did really like your uh, the main song that you played. What was it called again? The one that you played when you had your television debut? It was uh, Caravan with the drum solo. Mm, it was very nice. And who are you? Warlock?
4: Oh, yes. So Opus turns around to, what is her name, Diana? And she's like a crystalline cat-looking person.
2: So she is this giant... Think of like a a really big werewolf person, seven feet tall. But instead of like that giant bulky build, it's more like a, a leaner one. Okay. And the crystalline armor slowly fades away. And she's just wearing like a black leather jacket. She's wearing like a, a blue button-up shirt underneath it. She has the Order of the Silver Shield, much like a detective would have the badge around their neck.
4: I think I would turn towards her and smile a canine grin and hold up my symbol of Kossith and say Paladin, really
0: Careful for that one, Kelsar There's a dark energy around him
5: I mean, everything like around him is dark His blood is dark His magic is dark
0: I'm gonna be honest, you people are really disturbing
5: It's insane Seriously, guys One thing that I want to tell you guys that I'm not with you guys by choice. I have to be with you guys. It doesn't mean that I trust you guys that much. Because what I've seen today, it's insane. Seriously, you guys were actually enjoying
6: beating them to a pulp. If you let them go and it goes and tells someone where we are, what we have, you know, everything like that. You put all of us in jeopardy.
5: Okay, so why are you not running, you know, like trying to get those three that, you know, flee
6: from us as well? I would if I knew where they were. We can track them if you want.
4: Sure, so let's do this. I'm going to stop everyone and step forward and say, that is not our priority right now. This man, this ghoul before us, now I'll point to the original one. He's one of Matthew's promoted. And if he is a ghoul... Matthews? Have you not heard?
3: Oh, I I know of Matthews very well, and I have a very strong feelings towards him.
4: His most valuable soldiers are promoted, turned into these beasts. It takes about six hours or so, which would mean we're a lot closer to this caravan than I first thought.
6: Just
5: one question, what happens? when a soldier of Matthews, like, flee from battle?
2: Uh, yeah, Opus would know. You would know that, depending on their usefulness, they'll either be turned into sort of like a mindless creature that would work for them, or they'll just, you know, let it go and just use them for something else. So it's either their identity is destroyed and they're just turned into, like, a, a walking shield of death, or They're just used for something else.
4: I'll take a few steps towards Borodon kind of with anger on my face, but not like hostility. And as I'm walking towards him, I'll fish sort of under my cloak and pull out my Tempest's wave helmet and say, a few things can happen. They can be turned into puppets, most likely to die, or there's a good chance that Matthews would show up and kill everyone you know.
5: <laughs> he already did. Same. I'm fine. Seriously, w- w- what I'm saying is like, what what happened right now was you guys were surrounded basically the entire battle.
3: Well, what were we supposed to do, Borona? Just let them kill us?
5: No, there was like an entire city that we could actually, you know, protect us. Just like I did. I got inside a house. I'm saying like, as a tactician, it's not like, okay, you guys were surrounded by at least four, each one of you. I'm not saying, I'm saying like, fight smart, instead of, you know, just like acting like a berserker. Well, I
3: kinda just walked through a portal, I didn't really have much of a choice. Well, okay, so
5: yeah. Like your case was special, I'm just saying like, for the survivability of the group, because. Whether you guys like it or not, I have to keep you guys alive. Even though Ronnie or MZ will say that they do have killer light wounds, blah, blah, blah. You guys have to understand.
7: Also, I didn't get hit. (laughs) I'm totally fine. My hat is fine.
5: Yeah, sure. Whatever. What I'm saying is I still have to keep you guys alive. And uh, you guys know that I have a limited amount of spells. I'm just saying fight smart. Instead of just like
3: Borodon, you're not the only person that could heal either. You know I have to be responsible for them too.
5: Sure. Okay.
3: I have cure light wounds lay on
2: hand. Wait a minute. Can all of you guys heal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus
5: Christ. So your your argument is because we we all have healing spells, we should let ourselves ourselves be surrounded by enemies.
4: Borodon, if we don't kill Every last one of them immediately, they'll come for us, in much greater force than any of our spells can handle.
5: Okay, so, I'll let one go, um, Matthew probably knows where we are already, because he summoned those creatures.
3: Yeah, we're getting nowhere right now by arguing, what's our next plan?
6: That actually reminds me of something, and I'll hold my hand out to Kelsar, and I'll give him a stone. And I very sternly will tell him not to lose this and to keep it on him at all times. And I'll give him that anti-scrying stone. Oh.
2: Anti-scrying? Alright, he hands it over and now all of you have
4: one.
3: Thanks, Emzy. Alright, so what's our next plan? Where are we and what do we do now?
4: The caravan is about three days closer than I thought it was. If we leave shortly...
2: Well, what's this, what's this caravan, Opus? The caravan is its what they use to transport all their supplies. Basically, it magically moves across the continent, so you guys have been having a hell of a time, by you guys I mean like the army, and having a hell of a time locating it, and it is the last caravan that is bringing supplies to the city of Arkham, the city you guys have been having a very hard time finding. So the assumption is you find this caravan, you sneak in there, because there's going to be too many people for you to take and you grab the map that they have on them and then you get the hell out with that map and then forces are going to move in and destroy that caravan all right
3: so we should probably head towards that caravan as soon as possible and seeing how we wasted a lot of time arguing we should probably get a, get a move on
5: so tactics is waste of time okay sure
3: not tactic it's tact it's less tactical to sit around and argue
5: we can actually argue while we're moving.
3: Well then, let's go! Sure.
6: <laughs> we got we got surrounded very quickly and we had to fight the only way we could. It was basically survival. Like we could have disengaged. GUYS!
5: Like, well, we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. I can walk <laughs> right, and so you... talk at the same time.
2: <laughs> so you guys are walking and you're arguing uh, while you're going through. And the more these guys are arguing as you're moving ever onward, Opus, you're feeling a little more We have uncomfortable. horses,
6: right? We have horses that we can Oh, yeah,
2: trying. sorry. You, I forgot about that. You all hop on your horses. Thankfully, they're war horses, so they didn't run away when there was combat.
5: I have a war point.
2: <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Kelsar and Diana do not have a horse, but they can just double with someone. So I need the four people. We're riding to make me handle animal checks.
6: Kelsar can jump on with me if he wants.
2: Thank you. Darna will ride with Opus. With me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seven foot.
5: Yeah.
6: I got 21.
5: Yeah, 17 here.
4: I got an 11.
7: Ha! <laughs> Big old four.
5: <laughs>
7: oh
2: my god, again. Alright. Is Ronnie drunk? So you guys start riding, and Ronnie's the only one on his horse, and his horse is, like, this super gaudy one that, you know, he picks out, of course. And as you guys are going... Uh, Ronnie is holding onto these reins and once again he starts sliding to the side. But instead of like, you know, re himself, like sitting a little bit better on the saddle, he tenses up and freaks out and grabs onto its neck and is now hanging off the side of its neck, just clinging. And this horse is starting to freak out.
6: I'm going to do the same thing that I did last time when we took off. And I'm just going to, you know, just... Just help, try to guide his horse with my horse, you know? Like, just trying to... I don't know.
2: <laughs> uh, make me a handle animal. Uh, 13. 13. Okay, so you managed to guide his horse while Ronnie, you are holding onto it for dear life. Eventually, you get pushed back onto the saddle, but <laughs> you're not really so much directing the horse as Z is, and you guys are well on your way. You make pretty good time into the day, and when you reached here, it was kind of around like a, I think of like 11 a.m. And as you're going now, it's starting to dip more into the later afternoon, and you start seeing that the signs on the ground are a lot fresher. You see that there's like trees that are snapped, that there's some dead animals that look like they've been killed just recently, and their bodies have been left on the side of the road to rot.
6: Would and would a uh... A uh, horse ride, peaceful horse ride, count as a short rest? Like, are we straining ourselves?
2: Yeah, you are.
6: Okay. If you
2: want to just take these horses at, like a, like, a stroll, sort of like a really slow-paced, like, where someone could walk beside the horse, then yeah, I could count that as a late rest.
4: No, I think we should probably make time. Would it be better to go quickly and then maybe... Before we get to the caravan, take a short rest and kind of talk tactics for Borodon.
2: That's a good idea. Yeah. You make pretty good time, and eventually you can see off in the distance. It's still a bit a ways away, but you see these eight carts, these giant steel wagons, are being pulled by these horses that have eight legs that are like spidery legs, but they end in hooves. And it's pulling itself forward. And you see every now and then, it's it's far in the distance, but you can kind of oh, see wow. when it turns its head, its face opens sideways. Oh. And you can kind of see the teeth and it closes. And there's a number of eyes on it. And the same sort of gray-skinned individuals, you see a lot of them are lining the sides of these carts. And you see there's at least one sitting in the driver's seat. Uh,
4: apologies, how many horses?
2: Uh, sorry, so that was eight wagons in total and then there's two horses pulling each wagon and then think of it like there's there's five people assigned to each wagon so there's two on either side and one in the driver's seat
6: two
4: horses per wagon
6: these things look like the things we just fought yeah these people okay except they're clothed and they have weapons and they
2: seem like they're a little more in control
5: okay hmm.
7: well if we know which one it's in I do have invisibility try and sneak in there
5: we haven't rested. I still have a sp-
7: I haven't used it yet, though.
5: Yeah, but, like, if that thing goes south...
2: Yeah, you guys could be taking your, your short rest right now while you're planning.
6: Okay. Hmm.
2: You guys get to all roll an extra D6. Even if you're not rolling hit die, uh, you can still roll a D6 to heal if you're hurt at all. Nice. Oh, good 14 back. Oh, five.
6: I am back up to 43, so... Yeah, I managed to get full health as well.
2: You guys are feeling pretty good. Ronnie plays this nice, beautiful song. I believe it was Ode to Steve. <laughs> yeah, sure. Then you you feel this gentle, beautiful tune go over and you feel your wounds healing. <sighs> Much better. You see, like, Diana's actually tapping her foot while she's listening to it. He to
0: really be enjoying it. Yeah. So what's the plan? How will we retrieve a map from one of these things?
3: Is there any way we can maybe see if we can find out which of these... wagons has the map in it, and we could get Ronnie to get into it and grab it.
4: I could find that information out.
2: Okay. What you need to do, this? How would you do that?
4: Obviously, I've seen these caravans before, and I know who's in charge.
2: Yeah, you would know that the lead one would be the one in charge.
4: And it is... Staffed by both ghouls, and are there any more like hefty soldiers, kind of like Tempest's wave?
2: No, it's all ghouls.
4: Oh, really? Okay. I do have the ability as a warlock to use Mask of Many Faces to cast Disguise Self as a cantrip, so maybe I can use a combination of that to look like a ghoul, and also, I mean, I guess I don't have mannerisms of a ghoul, but that could be something.
3: The only problem is is that. They see you grabbing the map. They're gonna automatically try. To, they're gonna automatically kill you.
4: And then we get to kill all of them.
7: I have disguise kits. Oh. We could. uh think I of them. We could uh, dress the rest of you guys up like like ghouls, and then.
5: Uh, I'm a little bit too short to be a ghoul, actually.
7: And then we could all just kind of sneak up and and try something.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. We, we... I
5: still have a beard, though. But yeah, it's not a bad idea. Being invisible, I think, like, using visibility and grabbing the map, I think it's still, like, probably the best way to do it.
3: It's the safest way, but we also have to consider in case that doesn't work.
5: We lost Ronnie, so there is no problem at all.
3: Look, Ronnie's essential.
7: Also, they're in, like, carriages that I assume are closed. And we have to, like, get in there somehow.
2: Uh, the carriages, the carriages are, think of, like, the style, um... Old Western carriages, where they have like the flaps in the back and the flaps in the front, and then it has like the, okay, yeah, it's like they have like the steel frame and then just a canvas covering, and flaps in the back. Uh, they're quite large, uh, like they can haul quite a bit. But that's the style that they they have.
5: I just ask Opus if those ghouls, since they are like more, I don't know, they're still alive. If they rest, if they need to rest, or if they would just you know push forward because I'm saying like maybe we could you know wait for them to rest and like trying to grab the map instead of trying to do that while while they're moving
4: they never sleep though they do occasionally stop so this would not be a bad time oh shit Lucas you said they're not undead right and they do speak common it appears
2: that's right they they can talk you know that they're intelligent you, when they're first formed they're very feral, but once they've been around a while they sort of pick back up who they used to be and then they're they're back into their ways except they're very cruel and savage and they when they eat they only eat um, the flesh of the dead they don't eat anything else
4: and would you think the ghouls would have any idea about what wagons have which cargo?
2: Yeah, they definitely would be aware of what they're hauling.
4: I'll I'll look at Bordon then. I'll say, I may have a combination of spells that we could use to find this map, but I would have to speak with the ghoul in the front caravan.
5: Why? Why would you need to talk to the one at the front?
4: It is leading the others. If there's any that would know, it would be it.
5: Okay. So, is there anything that I can do to help you? So, let me see if I have any spells that could help him. I think I...
7: back a plan.
5: I can use guidance. Since, like, that's a cantrip. So, I'll... So, that's what I'll tell him. So, I can use guidance. So, it will help you. You know, if you have to convince them. I don't know if those things can actually be convinced of something. I convinced one to leave. So, I don't know, they seem to be, you know, like, technically smart. Not just feral. So, would that help? It may. Okay. So, do you have, like, an idea of how much time would it take? Because I could cast Sanctuary on you as well, if if that goes south. Uh, and it, it lasts for about a
4: minute. Mm. I'm going to kind of turn to everyone, I guess collectively, and say if we. When we get this map, for sure, can you take down Dorum?
5: Oh, uh, okay, I can locate. I do have locate object. Would that work?
2: Yeah, that would be the exact spell you need.
4: <laughs> oh.
5: Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. So <laughs> not I do that? I, I didn't know! I mean, I have a lot of spells. I have like a full book. Get up. You know, I'm s- still learning. Markers! Okay, so before you go, I think you don't have to do that. I, I Like, I'll just use locate object. Okay, so I, I focus on like, finding the map.
2: You start looking through your mind's eye and it takes you forward. And you're kind of seeing it, think of like a bird's eye view. You're flowing over to the caravans, and it's disgusting, each of these things. Like, these horses that are pulling it, you see these hooves are bloody, and these people are laughing. You can hear their conversations they're having. It's very distant, echoey. And then it goes over, and your mind's eye goes to inside the last cart that's going along. And you see one of the ghouls who is... He should be driving the horses, but he just leaves the reins at his feet. He's looking over a map, and he puts it down behind him on top of this pile of corpses. Inside his wagon is just, you see, probably 20, 25 corpses.
5: So the map is it's inside, like, the corpses?
2: No, he just puts it, like, on top oh, of the pile.
5: Oh, just on top of the pile. That doesn't make any sense. Like, that map will probably, you know, roll. Yeah, but they're cool people. Uh, Okay,
2: I mean, so that's... He's inside, like, it's got, like, a a canvas tent that's covering the wagon. Like, it's not gonna...
5: kinda funny that they're not caring a a lot about this map, though. Okay, so I I just tell the group exactly what you said.
2: Good
3: job, Boroda.
5: Yeah, so I I just used um, Locate Object. It's on the last wagon. It's on top of a pile of bodies. So, I don't know why... They're not keeping this map like like the in between the carriages, like in the middle. I don't know why, but it's in the last one. Well, it's not question uh, blessings,
3: right? Well, so now we could either send Ronnie in there, he can go in invisible, grab the map, and then we can head on back. Can we maybe uh, keep a close distance just in case it goes south?
5: Just one question. Did I actually see the map? Yeah. So I I saw the map, like, how it looks like, right? Is it like a...
2: Yeah, very, very briefly. So, like, you can't sit down there and sketch the map in front of them?
5: That's not what I want. I want to, like, if I have, like, a parchment paper, I would, you know, just make something similar, you know? So when Ronnie, instead of just grabbing the map, he would switch the map. So like Indiana Jones. Good idea. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And then like a boulder. That. I'm loving it. Yeah, Boulder rolls like on top of him. I'm just saying that this would
6: give us time.
2: I'm all about this. And whoever wants to do this will have to make a deception roll.
6: Why well, just write just write fuck you across it or something? <laughs> you could write, do that. Fuck you Matthews on it.
5: <laughs> well Poor friend. Probably Rony, right?
6: Would there be, like, a really, really inconvenient place to send this to if one of them were to fall for it or not realize what's happened? You don't really know too much about the Land
2: of Faerun, but Opus might.
4: Oh yeah, that's one of my specialties.
2: So, Opus, you know that you're close to Baldur's Gate, and you're also somewhat, like, you're a ways away from Waterdeep, but you could make them go that direction.
4: Like, I would know a ley line.
2: Both are pretty heavily fortified places.
6: Like obviously we don't want to put a lot of people in jeopardy, but at the same time if we can, you know, make it so something were to happen to this or, I don't know, just a, a place where our side would have a huge upper hand,
4: then... These are like supplies that Doram needs.
6: If they even fall for it though, right? Like, we, we don't even know what it looks like, so...
5: I know, I know.
6: Who's gonna draw the map? I think it would need to be
2: if you are going to be sending them to a specific place you'll need someone who knows what they're doing so it will be opus doing it but if you're just drawing like a rando map to fuck around with them then uh anyone could do that
5: but which skill would we use deception oh okay
6: or if there's just a message that we want to send them whatever we can write that
5: i don't i don't think we should play with that
4: So I'm okay at deception, and I do know where the ley lines go. That's usually what they follow.
5: So I use guidance on opus. Opus. So you get an extra d4 onto your skill check.
4: Oh boy. This pressure. Okay, here we go.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, 16.
2: It looks pretty believable. Like It looks like he's faking where the ley lines are headed towards, like, flowing from where they're currently at and flowing towards, which one, Baldur's Gate or Waterdeep? Baldur's Gate is closer.
4: Baldur's Gate would be closer. The Waterdeep would probably be, like, more fortified. Probably should send it there.
2: So he finishes the map, dries it off, and you guys are, have been, like, uh, every so often you have to go catch up and then you can stop again and sketch. And so the map's all ready to go.
5: Uh, so you guys can go on with the plan you'd like. So I use guidance on Ronnie as well. So if he needs to make like a, arms, um, yeah, sleight of hand and. Okay. Uh. So
7: what? What bonus do I get on that for you as well?
2: Uh, you get to roll with advantage, which means you get to roll two d20s and you take the better one.
7: Okay. Then, yes, uh, I'm off to go and try and sneak these in there.
2: All right. So roll me a stealth. Ooh, Fifteen. All right. So Ronnie. You're sneaking through and you guys see as Ronnie just goes invisible, Harry Potter style. He starts going after the caravan. So you guys are trying to keep pace, sticking more to the tree lines as this thing is going through this big grassy field following this large path. And Ronnie, as you get closer, you can actually hear them talking. And you hear some of them say, Well, I don't know how much longer Arkham's gonna last. It's not even supposed to be here. But well, I guess we'll bring the supplies there. What can you do? We're just soldiers. The other one's laughing, saying, Well, at least we got some living ones. We can throw them into the arena and have some fun. And you're sneaking past them, and it seems like things are okay right now. Make me one more stealth check.
5: Don't fuck this up, please. shh. <laughs>
2: Honey eats them
3: out. (laughs)
5: 12. Uh Uh-oh. With my D4? Oh, yeah,
2: plus your D4. Forgot about your D4. So 13. Okay. You're sneaking through. You go and you come up to this caravan. You start to move the cloth, and the map that you're carrying on you, it crumples a bit. But right when it crumples, one of them's like, ah, 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 ah. so it kind of covers you, and you're so fucking lucky. <laughs> before. Like, you crawl over. Have you ever tried to, like, crawl over people when they're yes. sleeping? Like, how annoying <laughs> it is and difficult? Yes. Well, try thinking about crawling over 20 dead bodies. <laughs> it is not an easy situation. That's pretty unpleasant. Yeah, I can imagine that
5: and disgusting, yeah.
2: It smells. Your hand, like, keeps going in, like, icker and open wounds and stuff like that. It's really awkward trying to crawl over these bodies, but you see the map there. Now I need you to make a slight of hand check. It's fine, I got an 18. All right, so you take this map and Indiana Jones style it real quick with the beauty of Hollywood magic. When you pick up the map and sit the other one down the one that you're holding goes invisible and you pull it to your person you start shimmying down all these dead bodies while you're coming down these dead bodies you guys see this you see two of these black winged creatures with this sort of rubbery like skin no face and massive horns come down they have this serpentine like tail that ends in this point and one of them lands on the carriage Ronnie's in, and then one of them lands on the front carriage. Opus, you know these to be nightguns. And Ronnie, you hear something land on top of the carriage. Being stealthy. I can't make any noise.
4: I'll, uh, whisper to the others. I'll say, if this thing hears him, you have lost your friend.
5: And the map, which is like yeah the worst part (laughs) (laughs) what do we do then like if worst comes comes to worst I can just I don't know how how strong my powers are but I'll try to rewind time I mean which is completely insane I'll probably tear the fabric of reality at some point but I can try doing that
2: what do we do okay so do any of you guys do anything and Ronnie do you still try to get out uh, yeah, I'm
7: still going to try and get out.
2: So, Ronnie, make a stealth with advantage. And do either, any of you guys do anything? We wait. Yeah. Okay.
4: How, how close are we?
2: You're probably about, I'd say, like 120 feet away. You're like in a tree line leading. <laughs> I imagine you actually tied up the horses back there because it would be awkward trying to lead them through these trees. And you've just been kind of trying to keep pace because wagons don't move very quickly. Yeah, that's true. Got it at 15.
7: (laughs) It's this entire thing, man.
2: (laughs) I don't know what the fuck's with this character. I've tried so many times to do things to Ronnie, and it's like the dice are like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yet I have to hit MZ and I criticaled on him twice. You slide out of this wagon, and it's, it's awkward, right? You have to move these flaps. And right as you're crawling out of it, you see these two clawed black hands go over the side and you kind of pause like holding on to the the two handles on the side of the wagon that you would use to lift yourself up and you're kind of just dangling your feet as this creature's upside down black faceless head is inches in front of yours it seems to glance around a few times looking around it moves the flap and then lets go and sits back up top and then you slink out as I missed you by one. <laughs> and you hit the ground lightly. Make me one last check as you're getting the hell out of there.
3: Can and another 18. Have...
2: <laughs> but
3: <laughs> my, my butthole is like clenching out of like fear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Ronnie starts going and You see these creatures, they're sort of like perked up while they're sitting on here. They seem to be looking around, like they're on high alert. And the other ghouls don't really seem to notice this. They don't care, they're just talking and laughing and moving. And they go and they both take to the sky, and they fly off in the direction of the town that you were just in. And Ronnie, you quickly make it back to the party, with the map in hand. My god Ronnie that was amazing. When we get back,
3: I drink's on me, man. <laughs> oh no, thank god I need it. <laughs> yeah, you you, were, been I, a while. you totally earned it. You totally earned it, Ronnie. That that was
2: amazing.
5: Yeah, you'll need a new pair of trousers as well because
6: you know
2: Oh yeah, Ra- Ronnie is also covered in just viscera. There's so much gore on him. We need to get you.
6: So wait,
7: is all that viscera also invisible?
2: Uh, yeah, it would be. Okay. (laughs) Just floating. It's not just, like, floating. They would have seen you. (laughs) (laughs) But you have the map, and when you look at it, it's, like, glowing and glittering, showing where all these lines are. And you actually see a tiny little red dot of where the wagons are moving. And you see up far to the north, past the entrance to the Great Desert. You see up over into the Troll Marches, I believe they're called. There's a little town and it's marked Nesme. And then just a bit away from it to the right on the map, there's a little town marked Arkham.
5: So, Ronnie, when you were there, did you hear anything? Like if they were saying something or whatnot?
7: They said they were headed to Arkham. Uh, Arkham? Arkham. And they had some sort of people in there, some living people they were bringing. But it's kind of late for that now.
5: I mean, if we have time, I think we should go... Like, we should head to Arkham later.
2: I
7: agree.
5: Maybe liberate these people.
2: I agree. Yeah, like, you're bringing the map back to the army so that they can attack Arkham. Oh, okay. But also, they aren't even headed to Arkham
7: anymore, because I thought we changed the map so they would be heading to... <laughs> yes, you
5: did. They're
7: heading to Waterdeep.
5: I mean, we just... Instead of going to Arkham, they're just going to destroy another city.
7: Well, there's lots of guards there, though.
2: It's like Helm's or whatever, isn't it? Oh, okay. Waterdeep, think of it like, uh... It's like one of the biggest cities in this world.
5: Yeah, no, they're... Yeah. they're...
6: they're screwed. It's like, uh, the New York. Okay.
2: Yeah. That city will... it'll decimate that group, but I mean, any small towns along the way... It does get a little more populated as you get closer to Waterdeep. But Waterdeep also has, like, royal patrols that go around and everything since it's a big okay, place. Okay, that's
5: good. We saved a lot of lives.
2: So, I mean, if anything, you sent them to the place where the least amount of damage would be done? But yeah,
5: because damage would be done anyway, right?
2: Mm-hmm. We avoided the worst case scenario. You actually successfully completed an adventure Ooh. without having any issues. I, I think, like, there's a little achievement just... that pops up on the screen. Uh, yeah, I just saw it.
7: When this is all done, I just want to know what our, like, time spent fighting versus time spent, like, in fighting is, because there's no way we spent more time in combat.
2: (laughs) 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 So you guys, you look down at the map, and you see now, you have your destination, you know where Arkham is. It's coincidentally near Nesme, and you triumphantly look at each other as you're all covered in gore and bits and pieces of ghoul. And so much blood. Yes. You hear in the far distance a shriek from these creatures, and then it just goes silent.
4: Uh, oh. These creatures, night gaunts—they, they're excellent hunters. Perhaps we should stay low for the night and let them pass.
3: Good idea.
5: Yeah, I totally agree.
3: I probably shouldn't have screamed. Yes.
2: By now, that was probably a terrible idea. Opus. I want you to make me a perception.
4: Okay, let's see real quick. Not my best skill. That was a 13 sound?
2: You see far in the distance, walking just south of this wagon, there's a little goblin with a fedora and a large stone sticking out of his chest.
4: Oh.
1: Well, hot damn, travellers, that was quite an episode. I did not expect them to have to go through all that, like, I didn't think that Roni was going to make it near the end of there, and I was like, oh no, it's time for him to go, and, and oh, oh my goodness, I, I'm so excited, I'm sorry, I'm talking a mile a minute and I don't mean to. Um, yes, well, so, travellers, I hope you enjoyed that, I mean, it was a lot of fun, it was fun having our guest opus from the Reforged podcast. You can check them out at reforgedstaff.com. They're pretty great and a wonderful podcast to listen to. And don't forget to go buy yourself some dice at Easy Dice Roller. And, oh, my goodness. I'm just I'm so excited. I'm in a chipper mood. A chipper mood. What a great feeling. This, this is nice. As always, travelers, if you want to help support us, there's many great ways to do it, you can come on over to the Twitter sphere, just say hi, how's it going, and, you know, like, we'll be like, oh hey, sup yo, you know, that kind of thing, you could shoot us a review on the iTunes, or even if you want, you could jump over to our Patreon at Ballad7Dice and just throw a couple gold pieces our way, it, it means the world to us and it helps a lot to keep this in, up and running. Anyways, travelers, Oh. I got to take this demon boy back because I think he already ate one of the patrons of the bar. But I'm sure to be fine. Uh, yeah, I'm sure to be fine. Anyways, travelers, I'm off. I bid you adieu. twilight and food begins to run low the rest of the world enjoys their meals without a notice tensions grow high and as hope dwindles a brave few step up the adventurers but can they fix time or will they watch the city die hi this is alicia from chicks of crits we release episodes bi-weekly on fridays